That music means you're listening to the BZ Powercast. I am your host, Black Six, and once again, I'd like to thank everyone for downloading the show. This month, we have the far too regular forum status update, letting you know where we're at with our, our upgrades. Then I talked to Gatanui and Takuma Nuva about LEGO Universe, and I got a few different perspectives on the game and uh, why maybe you should give it a try and uh, see if you enjoy it. After that, we have a Brick Fair wrap-up where I talked to DV, Nukaya, and TOM Dracone about the recently completed Brick Fair 2011 and uh, how much fun it was and some of the highlights from that event. And, of course, we wrap things up with a music time with Smeek. All right, let's get this started. I hope you all enjoy the show. So, BZ Power, it is indeed still a thing. Uh, the forums, as I'm sure you're all aware, are still not online at the time of this recording. As we were adjusting all of the, uh, the settings and such on the new software to, to make things feel uh, at least a little bit like home, we ran into a, a number of issues that we could not easily fix. Uh, some of them were fixed by a update to the update to the forum software, so we had to get that applied. And once we did that, uh, you know, made some uh, even more settings that we have to now go in and tweak. And of course, you know, things still aren't going to be exactly how you expect them. And uh, once we applied that upgrade, we also had to go in and we have to fix um, several of the things you know and love on BZ Power, like the the proto bar and the uh, spinny masks and things like that all have to be added back. So there is still a little bit of work to be done, but I think we're getting close to the end. And once we finish with uh, the settings and tweaks, we should hopefully be good to go. I can't tell you when that was. I thought it was going to have happened by now, but uh, you know, then we had to do this other upgrade. Then there was a hurricane, which uh, left me without power for a couple days that uh, prevented me from doing work. And you know, things just seem to keep cropping up. And uh, it's hard to, to be able to focus a lot of time when unfortunately BZ Power is not uh, our full-time job. So again, we're working as hard as we can. Thanks a lot, as always, for your patience, and I hope to see everyone on the forum soon. All right, so with me now are Takuma Nuva and Gatanui to talk a little bit about LEGO Universe. How's it going? It's going all right. So for those of you who... Uh, have been living under a rock for the past almost year. LEGO Universe is the massively multiplayer online game that uh, LEGO created. Uh, it was originally developed by NetDevil, but eventually I believe LEGO brought it uh, into their own production facilities. Or is it still by NetDevil? I forget exactly. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, but um, it's uh, all, all LEGO all the time. It takes place in, uh, I want to say, what the land of imagination is... Uh, is the little their slogan? Uh, I haven't uh, played the game that much since uh, since back in the beta. Although I did get a copy at Brick Fair, so there's a chance I'll be uh, installing that at some point. But uh, you guys have uh, all been playing it, so why don't we talk about your experiences? I'll start with uh, Gatanui. How long have you been playing, and uh, what have yeah. your thoughts been? We started in Alpha. I I guess you remember when you were offered. So, so you, Black Six, were offered some staff members getting um, 
yeah, spots for alpha testing. So we signed up and became alpha tester for the last two weeks. I think that was January 2010. So it's quite a while back. We started playing back then and we've been playing the game ever since. So uh, we directly bought the game after beta was over. All right. And have you liked it so far overall? Well, I would say yes. Uh, although uh, we'll, dis I suppose we will discuss uh, some uh, cons and pros about the game later on in the podcast. But overall, the game is quite entertaining. Has uh, got a lot of uh, updates, and uh, it it has got a lot of content. So it's yeah, it's really an entertaining game. Yeah, it's also kind of amazing how much it has improved since the very start. It was kind of buggy in the beginning and there was little content, but now it's becoming more worth the money which, uh, sorry, with each update. So, yeah, we've got, um, we've got several new words since the game has been released. So if you weren't convinced when it was first released, you should really check it out again. It's because you might like it more now. All right. What about you, Takuma? I've been playing for a couple of days. <laughs> so it's uh, it's yeah, pretty much the opposite of Gatanui. Um, so, what are your thoughts been in the few days you've played it? Oh, been they've been mixed. Overall, it looks like it'll be. It can be pretty good, but yeah, like I mentioned, or like Gatanui mentioned rather, there's definitely pros and cons that I'm sure we will go over. Overall, right. it's been more favorable, though. You want to start with uh, some of those pros, things you've liked so far? Um, hmm. Well, we can start with the pros if you aren't coming up with any right now. You, you go ahead first. <laughs> well, okay. I think... Well, an obvious pros, of course, that it's fun. And, of course, that it's a LEGO game, a LEGO massively multiplayer online game. That's, that's already one thing make it, making it special. And, that's, yeah, that's already a pro, especially for LEGO fans, I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, especially because LEGO is putting a lot of, well, uh, emphasis on the fact of, well, um, children playing with, it, with each other. You know, the... Um, this particular aspect and Lego Universe is an other op opportunity to play you with your friends uh, and well you should take it into consideration a new change alright so um, have you uh, thought of uh, anything at Gatnoi? or not Gatnoi, sorry Takuma um, it is entertaining and it looks pretty that's nice Yeah. and it definitely seems accessible, kid-friendly. So I guess those are all some good pros. All right, so maybe for some people who uh, haven't played it or only played it back in, in the beta, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about like the mechanics? I mean, I remember from, from what I played, uh, the, the starting areas and stuff, at least it's very kind of open world where you're taking control of a minifig you design and you're kind of fighting off uh, different enemies, very similar to like the Lego Star Wars games and those other ones by uh, TT Games. But there's also areas where you can uh, build things. So you want to talk about that a little? Maybe Takuma Nuva should answer to this one because he's 
well new to the game so uh yeah he has this fresh feeling of getting into the game yeah i didn't see too many places as far as building things like i mentioned i've only played for a couple days and i actually had a lot of trouble getting the game to run initially which kind of cut into that time but yeah when i got into the little bit of the combat bit it definitely reminded me of like the tt games titles lego star wars lego batman that sort of thing well yeah especially because there's all so this quick build function there are certain quick builds which you can build you just hold the shift button pressed and then the wall construction is built for you uh, but you also have the opportunity to build actual well own creations on your prop on the so-called properties there are several properties in the game there are smaller properties but there are also uh, larger properties in two of the worlds in Evan Gardens and Nimbus Station and well it's of course not just building because uh, well that would be very similar to a uh, Lego Digital Designer but uh, contrary to Lego Digital Designer you also have the, the possibility to well, use behaviors so you can bring your property to life so to say and uh, yeah another good aspect is that you can visit it with your friends and you're visiting it in minifix case so you can move through your own uh, worlds Alright, that does definitely sound like a, like a pretty cool thing um, so you mentioned like a digital designer how does like the actual building experience compare to that as far as you know putting the bricks together well, <clears throat> compared to Lego Digital Designer, it's admittedly um, considerably more difficult. Yeah, it's it's more difficult. It, yeah, it's the system is not as perfect as with a Lego Digital Designer, especially I think because you're kind of locked to your minifigure. So yeah, the cam you can't. Yeah, it's you can change the camera uh, as freely as with a Lego Digital Designer. Yeah. And also, the your main figure sometimes stands in the way, so that can be a problem as well. Mm -hmm. And but how how about the selection of parts? How is that? Yeah, the selection of parts is very good actually. Well, obviously you have to, yeah, you have to store all possible vendors around the entire universe to find some brick. But yeah, you get bricks with almost every item you almost everything you smash in the game. So. You will soon find yourself with a with a huge amount of bricks yeah with a too. very large collection of bricks. You also get brick booster packs randomly as drops. Yeah, so there. Well, the, the you know there's the Lego Universe mode and the LDD. So those are just the bricks you can collect in Lego Universe. Gotcha. So um, you know. A lot of people listening are obviously Bionicle fans. Is there any uh, any kind of Bionicle content that you guys have found so far? Nothing I've found yet. Not that I can remember anyways. Well, uh, as far as parts are concerned, there are some Bionicle parts in the game. So uh, you, could build, you could build with some Bionicle parts on your property. But, uh, well, the selection of Bionicle parts is not very huge. And as far as content in the rest of the world is concerned, uh, there's not anything about Bionicle so far. 
And uh, yeah, if there isn't so far, there probably never will be, unfortunately. But no. uh, maybe we'll get some Hero Factory. I was gonna say. All right. Well, so, oh. well, you never know. There's, you know, there are there are some characters from past Lego series, so you never know. Perhaps there will be some kind of, well, at least a Bionicle NPC. You never know. I think that would be possible. Yeah, that'd be fun. They could throw a little uh, Takua the Chronicler in or something yeah, like that. That's like in. Um, Backlog. Yeah, exactly. Backlog. Right. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking of, too. <laughs> so, what are some of the things you guys haven't liked about the game? Takumi, you want to start? Oh, boy. This is where the list is actually kind of bigger. Not to say that I didn't like the game, but I definitely found a number of things I didn't care for. The number one problem I'm seeing is that you can't change the video options from like the main menu. You have to actually be playing the game. Which I think for me, for a while, was causing some of the problems with me running the game because it just wouldn't start up. And once I had, you know, put them all up, I couldn't get the level to load so I could turn them all down. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. So, uh, you mean that you can only change the graphic options when you're already playing in the game? Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah I did that's... not care for that at all. Okay. Yeah, that seems like it might be a little annoying. Okay. Taking this from like a free-to-play perspective, you know, obviously some things are going to be limited, and that's quite reasonable. But one thing I didn't like is that you can't use the chat function whatsoever. Like you can use little emotes and quick chat, but otherwise you can't. Which seems to me kind of contradictory when you're talking about a massively multiplayer game, because if you can't talk to anyone else, it's you know it's almost not much better than having a bunch of NPCs running around. Actually, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought um, the public chat was available to free players, but, well, I guess it didn't read through the restrictions correctly. Uh, I, like, I, can, I can see the general or public chat, and I can read it, but I can't type anything in there, or team chat for that matter, apparently. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely un uh, unfortunate. Yeah. Okay, so that, that's probably um, a security thing, because... You know, if, if LEGO did allow that, then that would easily allow someone to just download the game and, you know, be able to spam or post inappropriate content, yeah. whereas yeah, someone true. who's a paying customer is less likely to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I didn't consider that, I guess. So I, I'm not saying it's 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 great for that, um, but uh, I can kind of see where LEGO's coming from. I mean, it I, I prefer it to, them to have it open as well, yeah. Now that we are talking about the chat... Uh, the chat is also restricted uh, with, well, in uh, for the playing, uh, paying player. Sorry. Yeah, of course. Because, uh, well, of course, you can't say se uh, several words. Uh, there's a word filter, and another a very big problem is that you can't type down numbers. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's very annoying. Well, there is a way to bypass that. Well, we, have, we are finding all the time, say, three instead of three, or fine instead of five, or six instead of six, and things like that. Yeah, but it's but it, yeah. quite annoying, and yeah. they should come up with something to fix that problem, because it's, well, it's not fun to uh, look up a different word every time you want uh, to say a number. Yeah. Huh, yeah, that's just, interesting. Yeah, just in case you're wondering why it's so people aren't able to give their phone number away, but, yeah, I'm not too convinced of that idea personally because, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, like, like you said, you know, there's obviously ways around it that yeah. uh, people can figure out. Yeah, all those people who think that our word filter is too strong, they should go play Lego Universe. That's a little more appreciative. Can you imagine if we banned numbers from BZ Power? Yeah, I, I just life. you know, Lego obviously has a lot more liability to to worry about. True. That's, that's True. why you've seen things like you know the Lego message boards and my Lego network are also very restrictive. But uh, to prevent you from from typing out numbers is is a new one. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, now we have an excuse if we are too lazy to fix the word filter. <laughs> yeah, just be glad uh, we're not adding uh, adding more to it, guys. All right, so what are what are the, some of uh, the environments like? Obviously, Lego has um, a lot of different themes, you know, from space to pirates to town to castle. So, are all have you guys seen all of those represented, and uh, how how are they? Uh, how varied are they, and how much do they, like, they intermingle? Well, okay, there you start off in the Venture Explorer. That's some kind of spaceship. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting design. That's where you, yeah, you start the game, are introduced to, yeah, to the game mechanics. And, yeah, and the, other, the second word's also kind of interesting. wants to go on. Uh, I haven't gone. Yeah, okay. Takumanuva? Yeah, do you want to talk about the intro area since you, you just played it? Yeah, okay. So we'll just do all words, I guess. Avant Gardens is, yeah, it's also an introductory world. It's, well, it's not tied to a specific theme. It's kind of a grass world with some mountains. It's not tied to any specific, uh, spe sorry, specific Lego theme. The Nimbus Station is, the, is one of the central hubs of the universe. From there, you can access almost all other worlds in the game. And it used to be the central world before uh, the Nexus Tower yeah, we, came we'll, up with the recent update. Exactly. We'll talk about that later on. So, yeah, the Nimbus Station is where, yeah, that's where all the play, uh, where most players meet all the time, where most of the trading takes place. That's also where you join a faction. And, yeah, um, Pad Cove is the place where you, is smaller words. That's the place where you can learn to tame pads and... There are also three pets for you to tame there. And yeah, there are also, I think, over 15 tape, uh, sorry, pets. pets. Yeah, pets in the entire world. And then there are two special worlds which have indeed a special theme. It's uh, Nard Forest, which has the pirate theme, you know. Uh, yeah, it's almost pirates everywhere, uh, even uh, pirate stromlings. Those are the bad guys in the game. And, well, then there is another world, which is Forbidden Valley, which has a, uh, well, a very dark theme. It's actually a ninja theme, but it's all infected with Maelstrom, which well, is... Well, not all. Uh, no, but... Um, well, it's generally just a world that is kind of gray, but, yeah, there's... The tree is... Yeah, the tree... Uh, the um, Dojo tree. Yeah, the Dojo very tree. Well designed. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice place to hang out for a moment. Well, and then finally, uh, Nexus Tower, uh, along with Crux Prime. Crux Prime is the, well, the battle zone in the game in which you can find all uh, the light enemies, which are very hard to beat. And Nexus Tower is, uh, well, Nexus Tower is has become the most important hub of the game because it's uh, the place where 
the last uh, source of pure imagination is being kept. Yeah, Nexus Star is also really a nice world, and it's also been the most expected world of the game. Players have been waiting for it, yeah, several, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, over a year. It's like players have been waiting a lot for it, but it's a really nice world. It's in fact my favorite world along with Narth Forest. Yeah, I would say that too. All right. Uh, how about to you, Takuma? So you've uh, at least experienced the uh, the intro area. Do you want to talk about that a little bit and kind yep, of how that um, fit in with the themes? Um. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't get too much time in. I did get to that first little bit on the ship, sort of the tutorial area. Um. You know, it's not very big. Mostly just serves to show you how to move around, how to talk to people. And then after that, I made it to the. What is it called? Avent Gardens or something? Yeah, to that exactly. Extent. Yeah, it's a grassy type area, and that's all I've really gone through the time, for the time being. Like there was one cave I got sent through that was a little bit darker and some weird spider-looking things in it that I beat up. But yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it all looks pretty pretty. Yeah. I'm not seeing any sort of much of a theme here, though. Yeah. Well, there's not much more to see. In- any way, as, uh, since you have the free-to-play version, so you cannot see any further words apart from uh, Event Gardens and the Venture Explorer. But ha- have you already been to the battle instance in Event Gardens? Um. Oh, yeah, I got through that bit, the survival uh, bit. Oh, yeah, and how was it? It was, it was interesting. It was like a survive-for-one-minute mission, if I recall. <laughs> oh. And that was actually where I first found out you couldn't use team chat either. But uh, it, yeah, I'm liking I'm liking some of the mechanics they got going. I'm interested in seeing what else they have. So I'll probably play it at least a little bit more. But yeah, I didn't really get too far beyond that point. Okay. There's also one small boss battle in Avent Gardens. Uh, I thought you could maybe tell if it was uh, hard from... Uh, or a player without, uh, you know, elite equipment, but uh, I don't know if you've already played through it. It's like, I th- I've heard about it. I think, like, some sort of queen spider or something you yeah, have to exactly. beat. Okay. I haven't gotten that far. I've gotten close, I think, though. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we did it already, but uh, it wasn't very hard with the good equipment you get later on. So, But uh, I think... For a new player, it may indeed be a challenge. So, so talking about like equipment and things like that, in most um, MMOs, you know, you uh, you level up your character and get different skills and uh, equipment. So, how does uh, like a universe compare to that? Are, is there any kind of leveling up or anything like that? It does really seem like there's some sort of leveling up function. I haven't fully figured it out yet, though. Yeah, there's mm. there's indeed a leveling. Up yeah, function. it's been added in the last update. Um, you get there's so uh, so uh, sorry so called U score. You earn U U points by completing achievements. Or, yeah, and yeah. after having a certain amount of U points, you reach a certain level. There are forty levels, but I think you can only reach ten if you're a player, unfortunately. That's interesting. It's, it's really interesting to see how Lego has taken, you know, the MMO genre and really added their own kind of uh, twist and feel to it. 
right? I mean, a lot of MMOs are pretty much the same thing. It's like, you know, leveling up and stuff in space or in a fantasy world or with pirates. But Lego's really done a lot of uh, different things that you don't really yeah. see. Apart from that, there is also leveling inside of factions. You know, there are four factions, the Sentinels, Assembly, Paradox, and Venture League. And there are three specialty kits for each faction. And you could, there are three ranks for each specialty kit. So that's another kind of leveling inside the game. Well, actually, that's, yeah, it's pretty much, the game system is pretty much like in other MMOs. And, well, the factions have, of course, uh, different specialties, too. Uh, Sentinels, for example, uh, have all the defensive and offensive stuff. And, well, Venture is the uh, loner league, so they've got all... Well, they are actually a rather offensive league, while uh, Paradox uses some special skills with Maelstrom. All right, and do you want to talk a little bit about Maelstrom? Because you've mentioned that a couple times, but uh, you know, for yeah. people who haven't played, explain what that is. Okay, yeah, the Maelstrom is was created. Well, I could tell you the Lego Universe story now, but the four explorers, um, yeah, Doc Overbuild, Duke Exeter, Hailstorm, and Baron Typhonus seeking the source of pure imagination. Yeah, they eventually found it in an ancient temple. Yeah, and yeah, it is. It was said that the imagination nexus could create everything um, you would imagine. Yeah, S but Baron Tefanus had yeah he had bad ideas in mind, and he, he created um, yeah he created um, spider the spider boss, which yeah which tore um, took Baron Tefanus inside the imagination nexus, as it, because it is as it is said in the cinematic trailer. Beings of case, no, no master, and yeah, when as soon as Baron Typhonus and the Spider Boss are pulled into the Nexus, Imagination Nexus, it is corrupted and becomes a destructive maelstrom, which yeah, which is quite the opposite of uh, the opposite, sorry, uh, of imagination. So uh, the maelstrom is a chaotic power which, uh, without any creativity destructs everything which is creative and it simply uses uh, ideas of other minifigs uh, to create uh, bad guys and destruct everything on its way. Yeah, so mo all of the game enemies, yeah, most of them actually are beings created by the Maelstrom. Alright, sounds, uh, sounds like a pretty interesting... Uh... I guess a uh, plot point to yeah. to focus the game on, and definitely something that kind of fits with the Lego, you know, the Lego mantra of imagination. Yeah, of course. It uh, it also says to yeah, it asks players to hear the call, save, save imagination, and all that. So it's pretty fitting to Lego in general, to the Lego spirit. I also say. think it was very good to, uh, well, take this idea with the Maelstrom because. Uh, Apparently, in the uh, in the early development phase of the game, uh, there was not the Maelstrom as a main enemy, and many people complained that it may be a bit too cheesy, and because it didn't have a well, it didn't have 
something to focus the whole game on and having the maelstrom the world this whole concept of uh, something the players have to fight against uh, united is a very good idea and it gives all, uh, the game more depth yeah you also know how the game has uh, was delayed all the time first 2008 2009 then finally 2010 that's because in mid development uh, i think it was when net devil was bought by gazillion the um, ga um, yeah the game concept was completely remade all the most of the old concepts were just yeah all, let's say that most of the game was made from scratch then there was uh, the new concept with the mainstream was created Although parts of the old worlds have been reused, uh, mainly the Evan Gardens and Nard Forest and Nimble Station zones are, uh, they are actually remains from the old Alpha worlds. Yeah, but yeah, the game was, people complained again that the game was too cheesy and too happy, so they changed the concept. Right, yeah, because it's kind of hard to have a, a game like that without, you know, some kind of clear... Uh, yeah, enemy or opposing yeah, exactly. opposing force. All right, yeah. so I think uh, I think we've talked a, a good bit about it. Uh, Takuma, do you have any uh, closing remarks? The best part was I got to beat people up with a fishing pole. <laughs> that made it all worth it. All the bugs and stuff I had to do just to get the game to run, which you know it might be some on my computer, so that shouldn't be taken as a sign that the game's horrible. I'll probably play it a little more, but yeah, yeah but fishing I, pole I, is the best. From what I've read on Amazon and yeah, and customer reviews there, in many people seem to have difficulties with installing the game because first you have to download, yeah, and install the patcher. Then you have to download the game. Then you have to create a Lego ID. Then you have to activate the game on your Lego ID. So yeah, it's pretty complicated. So yeah, you might add up and yeah, be desperate and not be able to get the game running. Well, that part was easy for me. It just, like, I was getting it not responding or something, but... Oh, okay. Well, I guess they, the, the patcher is also, I guess that's not too important now, but the patcher has improved a, really, a, really a lot since Alpha. It's much better, the patcher now. So I think it's also much easier now to um, validate your game than before. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot, Gatnui and Takuma, for joining us. Uh, sure. Just a reminder, you know, LEGO Universe is now free to uh, download and play a little bit of, and if you like it, you know, you can uh, can subscribe for uh, their monthly monthly subscription and get access to the full game. Yeah, you can meet us in LEGO Universe on the Overbuild US server, and um, as Gatnui, obviously. All right, and uh, Takuma, what is uh, your account if you want to give that out? Um, is it the account or the minifigure name? Well, the minifigure name. Yeah. Oh, okay, because that was another thing I almost forgot is one thing that free-to-players can't do is, like, choose their own name. It's just, like, the drop-down options. So I just scanned a little bit, and I actually was able to name my minifigure Twilight Sparky Pony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a good name. <laughs> Indeed so it is. All right, so uh, any players on there know, know where to find you. All right, thanks a lot again, guys, and I look forward to talking to you in the future. I bet yeah, nobody will forget that name. Yeah, okay. And yeah, well, it's been it was a pleasure. Yeah.
Okay, so with me now are DV, Nukaya, and TOM Dracoon to talk about Brick Fair 2011, which uh, just wrapped up a couple weeks ago. How's it going, guys? Hey there. Great. It would be better if we were at Brick Fair. Yeah, much better. Yeah, I do miss it a lot. It was tons of fun. It was. So it was, uh, seriously. I'm still not completely adjusted to, to not being at Brick Fair. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. You guys want to, uh, I guess, start off maybe by talking about your story getting to uh, Brick Fair? Just uh, how your travels went this year? I know last we year Pat really had like, a great story. but Well, we were only like an hour late this time. Yeah, it was uh, pretty wow. impressive. Unfortunately, you did miss uh, what your connecting bus or something at the very end. Yeah, at the very end, so we took the metro instead. And it all worked out. Yep. Wasn't too bad. I mean, Madison's bus was fun, but... <laughs> yeah, how long did that take you, Madison? Four days. And there was a dead pheasant stuck in front of our bus. <laughs> it was three days. <laughs> no, it was four days, Patrick. <laughs> Do not argue with me on it was this. I was hours. on that bus and it was awful. Oh great! I know, man. but it was it was seventy two hours. That's three days. It took there's there four calendar days that it took, yeah. but it was only three yeah, days worth of time. So Yannick, how was uh, you? Didn't have any issues, pretty much. Your your flight was more or less on time. Yeah, my my adventures getting to Brick Fair were not adventures at all. I wandered around an airport for a while, and then I got on a plane, and then I got off a plane, and then I saw Black Six. And uh, and fire tuck and it was it was exciting but uncomplicated. Yeah, so, yeah. and uh, no one jumped out of the car to attack you this this year. No, that, that I don't know if that was a pleasant change or not. Last year it was terrifying. This year <laughs> I don't think it would have been so bad because I actually know that know you guys now. <laughs> yeah, for everyone's reference, last year when I arrived in, in Washington D.C. for Brick Fair, um, Smeagol for Janice, uh, and. Who else was there? It was I don't even remember. Yeah. No, oh, and, 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 and Patrick, Darth Vader, they all <laughs> jumped out of Black Six's car and hugged me then and there. And I'd never met any of them before in person, and it was a little scary. But I love them now, and I would do it again instantly. I saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was a, an interesting, uh, interesting group of people to have in my car. It was quite an interesting car ride home. But yeah, car, we always have lots of fun with uh, car rides. We had some fun ones this year. Saw some interesting license plates. We did. Yep. I believe right. you guys saw saw my X-Wing. Yep. And uh, I saw one that was a uh, Wookiee. So apparently there's a lot of Star Wars fans in the uh, the Brick Fair area. <laughs> yeah, lots, lots of good uh, drives because we went to a lot of fun places like uh, CPK and Outback Steakhouse and, of course, the Lego store. Where, where we bought a whole bunch of sets. Uh, thanks They're a lot for, for Lego for that discount that they provide us all. It was quite nice. Yes. You guys, uh, how have uh, those been going? You build everything and or, uh, make mocks yet, Pat? Not yet. Too so much work. Still sitting in a pile. Still sitting in a pile. They made it out of the suitcase, but that's, uh, that's about it. <laughs> Wait, out of the suitcase, I mean, the suitcase is sitting in my floor open, and they are sitting right next to it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. I have uh, that big rubber made tub that I pad like all the prototypes and just random stuff I would throw in there 
and that's still sitting behind me full of like program guides and sets and badge pieces and who knows what else. I did leave Smeagol for a nice present of six Hero Factory canisters that are empty in this extra room. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gave him one of those, too. Um, I left two very large boxes that formerly contained Lego pieces just sitting in the hallway of his apartment. Um, I haven't actually talked to him about them yet. I don't know what his views on these are. But <laughs> I'm, I'm hopeful he'll be sympathetic or recycle them properly. He does seem to be pretty conscientious when it comes to recycling, so hopefully that'll be uh, taken care of. I was okay. wondering what those were for. Because they were yeah, there the, the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't see anyone with those sets. Yeah, the, those were mine. Um, I I won um, the the shuttle expedition, the big space shuttle set from last year, as a door prize at Brick Fair. And then at the Lego store, I bought the big Atlantis temple without realizing that neither of those boxes would actually fit in my suitcase. <laughs> so I ended up just having to like take the parts out, put them in my suitcase, still in their baggies. And leave the boxes at Andrew's apartment and forget to tell him about it. It's okay. It's a lot I, easier that way, I think. It is, actually. I had the same problem with Toa Matt and Nui that one year. Did not fit my suitcase. So that those hotel workers got to throw away a box. <laughs> Earning their pay. Yeah. So, um, what, uh, what were some of your highlights from Brick Fair? Madison, why don't you talk for a little bit? The bouncy house is pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. And volunteering was pretty great. Yeah, I heard you did a lot of work during the setup period. Same with yeah, you, Yeah, and I... The, shush! <laughs> <laughs> so because their bus was an hour late and then they had to catch the metro, they pretty much missed all of the setup for the things they volunteered for. Oh, they well. made up for it in the end. Yeah, so they, it's not, not that they didn't help out, because we helped out Steve Witt a lot with the stay and play, and we took everything apart. And yeah, Steve Witt was there. That was definitely a big highlight. We love Steve Witt. We have the bricks to prove it. Uh-huh. Yes, we do. Ah, <laughs> uh, Steve Wynn. Yeah, so Getting ice cream with him and his wife was nice. Yeah, we went out to, to lunch with him, dinner with him uh, that one night. It was a lot of fun. It was just a shame that uh, he had a curfew most nights. Yeah. So what he gets for not, you know, hanging out with us bionicle people more often. I know, right? I mean, who wants to hang out with space people? Yeah, his loss, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see uh, the space people helping him with the stay and play. So uh, what were some of the mock highlights you guys had? I, I saw it this was really awesome lion. It was really awesome. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That thing was so the cool. spider are, was are really photos? cool. Please tell me there are photos of that. I, I don't think I'd ever seen it before, but it was yeah. really awesome. Yeah, it was the coolest spider ever. There was a really cool lion, too, though, and uh, a horse. There wasn't any horses. <laughs> I didn't see any horses. I didn't see any female mocks. I didn't see anything. Yeah. Nothing. There were some really inappropriately built female mocks, but. There's a camera. I heard there it could take actual pictures. It was yeah, really was. freaking impressive. Yeah, it is. And uh, a nice mosaic celebrating Bonacle and BZ Power. Yep. So thanks to everyone who, uh, who sent those in. Mm-hmm. There's also it was it was really interesting this year seeing um, how everyone had used Hero Factory parts in their mocks. I felt like at least half the mocks at the table actually had Hero Factory in them as well. So and several of them uh, were actually just Hero Factory. Yeah, some, mocks. Of the, some of them were just straight up Hero Factory only. Yeah, those uh, really big like uh, I think one was like associated trilobite. I'm not sure what the other one was. There was a trilobite and this creature called an Anomalocaris, I think is its name. If, if you say things. so. 
But yeah, uh, those, those are pretty much all Hero Factory, and they were very impressive, especially the, just the sheer scale of them. Mm-hmm. The same the same guy who built those also made um, a version of the Witch Doctor's mask that you could actually wear on your head, and it lit up, and that was fun. We had some fun Apparently time. Apparently he worked at Comic-Con, too. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. And... Yeah, I'd, I don't think I'd ever heard of that builder before, and all of a sudden he just kind of showed up out of nowhere with some crazy stuff. Yeah, I don't think he's a BZ Power member. He says he's mainly on other other sites. There aren't so. any other sites. I know, right? What sites do you need other than BZ Power? Uh, ones that are actually working. <laughs> hey, hey, we're working on it. It's, it'll, it'll be up eventually. So were there any uh, non, non-bionicle mocks that uh, caught your guys' attention? Um, there yeah. were non-bionicle mocks. Yes, there were there were Lego mocks at the convention. Honest. There was a camera, and it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, over in over in the castle section, there was this like whole series of mocks that were like designed like a, like a real Lego theme would be by our very own Nuji Metru, who's an awesome person and can sing really well. Um, and he gave us a big bore of all of his mocks, and they had like functions, and there were gears, and it was pretty awesome. I think those are some of the other best things I saw at Brick Fair. Yeah, he had some some great uh, functions and like play features in them, things that you know Lego could really take uh, take a lesson from. I really like the uh, the ship that like shot the cannon balls. That was cool. And uh, there's the the really cool Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker mosaic, where that depending on the cool. angle oh, yeah. you looked at it from, uh, it changed. That was that was very creative. I like that a lot. I think didn't that one win the best mosaic? I believe so, and you know I, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't expect otherwise. Well, Maybe the guy wins every year. Yeah, he's never. I don't think this guy hasn't not won. Make me mad. <laughs> I guess he has a corner on the market. We just have to step up our uh, bionicle mosaic uh, efforts for next year. Yeah. You get yeah. right on that, Madison. I I will as soon as I you know have more pieces than a small like two foot by a two foot basket yeah so or so my pieces the- for the mosaic the, the ones i was missing finally came today right oh, on time oh, it's like i ordered them over a month ago yeah, they, you did. they got bad feedback that's that's all i'm saying first i ordered for the mosaic Just piece this. came in two days later <laughs> always the way i mean i wasn't even putting it off that much but um, let's see. There is some uh, a cool mosaic in like the mix section using the uh, the Modulex pieces of the uh, the door of um, what was it, Moriah, Moria, Moria, Lord of the Rings. That was pretty cool. And there's an also a really cool Amon Hen diorama also from Lord of the Rings. I think it was really impressive. Are there photos? I want to see this. Yeah, there's there's definitely pictures. It was like giant. I don't know how you missed it. I don't know. I, it, I was, kinda... it was uh, from the scene from the end of uh, the Fellowship yeah. of the Ring. Yeah, I, I know what Amon Hen is. I, I'm that much of a nerd. I'm uh, letting everyone else know. Fine, so as you know, fine. consider the breaking of the Fellowship, where you know Frodo and Sam are heading off in one direction. Jeez, spoilers! Oh come on, the book's been out for decades upon decades. Even the movie's been out for over a decade. You can't, oh. you can't uh, nick me on that one. Were there any other mocks that uh, caught anyone's eye? Um, there was that cool little tiny plane mock that won best tiny little thing this year, which was pretty neat. I don't know if I saw that one. 
Or actually, I probably saw it. I just don't know which one you're talking about. Um, that one. Well, I'm like here, this one, but you can't actually see because we're on talking. That doesn't work. But I'm sending you the link. Oh, okay, that the one that reminded me of the tapeworm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, the tapeworm. <laughs> 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 oh, I did see these ones. Those no. like, they kind of have all the winners posted. Yeah, it, there was a. Uh... I think uh, the space and the movie and TV section had a lot of uh, good stuff. There's some impressive steampunk ones with uh, that giant mechanical spider that looked like it was uh, from Wild Wild West. That was pretty cool. I don't know, did Pat, did you even leave the monocle section the entire weekend? Um, Brian showed me some of his mocks, and that was about it. Yeah, Brian had those couple of cool Transformer mocks in the town set up. The Ghostbusters diorama was cool. They had lights and sounds and, like, motors and everything. Oh, yeah. It was, it was very elaborate. And I liked how they had, like, the whole canopy so you could actually see the lights, you know, because in the Bread Expo Hall, normally that would be, uh, that would be drowned uh, out. Yeah. There was a Lego ship in a bottle. Oh, right. Most inspiring. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was over in the castle section, which, other than that and Aaron's mocks, and, and there's a couple of good castles, but it was very small. It actually was... Uh, kind of surprised by how few uh, mocks showed up. I was very surprised by how many Bionicle mocks we had. I mean, we had, I think, yeah. like 20% more table space than last year. Does that sound right, Pat? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it yeah was, we, had, we had an absolutely giant table, and we filled it up entirely. I was, I was amazed. There, there's a couple thin spots, but, uh, yeah, we had mocks everywhere. So thanks a lot to everyone who sent stuff out. And, um, oh, I guess uh, one thing that kind of stole the spotlight on Sunday for better or for worse, was the BZ Tower. Ah, yes. <laughs> Which uh, some of our members made Saturday night uh, out of all of the uh, stay-and-play. Well, not all of them, but a good chunk of the stay-and-play pieces. I think it was like something like eight feet tall or so. There's a news story on the front page, so if you missed it, you can go back and check. But it was, it was um, impressive, to say the least, for its height. It wasn't really a Bonacle mock, though, although it did have a couple piece Bonacle pieces, so I guess it counted. <laughs> yes, it was definitely a Bonacle mock. It was, it was totally. I I, th- it had, um, you know, some Bonacle minifigures, scale set heads on it, and, you know, it was, it was 100%. Yeah. Because, you know, Bonacles is like it was Lincoln Logs. <laughs> and, uh, oh, speaking of Lincoln Logs, there was the uh, <laughs> the Hasbro rep in the parking lot that was interesting oh yes that's a story (laughs) so yeah on on saturday we see these people walking around with these red cardboard boxes that kind of look like they're two by four lego bricks and inside is an optimus prime little minifigure size thing and we you know people ask about it and we find out there is this rep from hasbro who makes the uh the creo line of sets that has a transformers license because, you know, it's owned by Hasbro, handing them out in the parking lot. Uh, from what I heard, a lot of people figured out pretty fast they weren't actually Lego. But uh, that said, the, the sets are kind of cool, although the quality was, definitely isn't up to uh, Lego par. Apparently there were, like, two trash cans full of those when people threw them away because they found out they weren't Lego, which I kind of wish I hadn't realized because those things go for 20 bucks a piece on eBay. Yeah, I, I heard, I found out later that those were the same things they were giving out at San Diego Comic-Con. And those things uh, tend to be, yeah, they tend to uh, fetch a pretty high price, so 
It's uh, interesting yeah. that they're just giving them out, and even more interesting that people are just throwing them away. That uh, yeah. it shows you that those, the, you know, even the public who's there knew they were there for Lego, and they could tell the difference. Yeah. Yep. I guess people have standards. That's right. Lego or bust. <laughs> so, uh, any favorite memories? I think that was was fun. It's terrible. You're never going to go back again? No, are you kidding me? Totally going back. <laughs> Got to see if you could improve on, on, last, on this year then? Because it was so bad? Yeah. I don't know. No, I just I think um, I'm just like, ah, I'm going to win me a trophy one of these years. Yes. Me yeah, too. One of, my, one of my favorite <laughs> memories was actually... Um, doing an art trade with two of BC Power's most amazing artists. Um, Inner Rage, Levak Law, and I all drew in each other's sketchbooks, and it was an absolutely wonderful time. Like, we wanted to do that last year, and then we never got around to it, so I'm really happy that that happened. Which reminds me, you're going to color in my dragon, right? Uh, I'm going to scan it. If I have time, yes. maybe I'll color it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Super stoked about this. Yeah, it was a lot of fun hanging out with all the BC Power staff and members who were there. And there's a, there's a bunch of us again this year. I think, uh, I don't know, the couple times we went out for big meals, there's like 20 of us. And mm-hmm. uh, that wasn't any everyone by any means. There's probably at least, I don't know, probably close to 30 members all total who were there for like the full event in some capacity. Plus all everyone who came during the public hours. Uh, I hope you're, most of you were able to get uh, prototypes or some other, something else from me. And... Um, Definitely try to come back next year because we always love to to meet you guys and. Oh yeah, and next year Brick Fair is gonna be on fire. Yes, the theme for Brick Fair next year is on fire or is fire, and uh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, we already have some ideas for kind of collaborative displays we can do. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, guys, send a bunch of Tahu mocks. Yeah, yeah, Tahu and Vakama. So Tahu drag queens. Jaller, you know, if def- definitely start thinking. Uh, Takoro, I think, would be, would be one, one, one way we can go with it. And I think there are other ideas as well. We'll see, we'll see how those pan out. Wow. <laughs> All right, so um, any last remarks or shout-outs? I love Steve Witt. Steve! Steve Witt! Come back next year, Steve. And I think... Every time we say Steve Witt's name, I think of Arrest Development. I think Steve Witt. Anybody who hasn't seen that show should. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So it was great seeing Steve. It was great seeing the three of you and everyone else who was there. I'm glad uh, glad you all can make it. And I look forward to Brick Fair 2011. Or 2012. Sorry. I know, right? How is it already so late? I know. it's it's August is almost over and it's like crazy. Yeah. Any other events you guys are thinking about going to uh, after this one? Um, I feel as if Brickfest will never occur ever, except in our minds. So Brick Fiesta. Madison, yeah, you totally Fiesta should make Brickfest happen. Um, that should be all you. Yeah, you can work. You can work with Big Meister. The two of you can make it happen. It would probably just become like four of us just sitting in my room playing with Lego. That sounds I mean, like a great time. Let me, let me know when we're doing it. All right. Well, thanks a lot for coming on, guys. Again, it was great seeing you, and I look forward to uh, the next time we all get to hang out. Yay! Yep. I miss you guys. And that nearly wraps things up for episode 26 of the BC Powercast. 
Be sure to leave us feedback on iTunes or send email to powercast at bcpower.com if you have any uh, comments about uh, how we did or what we could do to improve or things you'd like to see us do in the show. I hope you all enjoyed listening, and I hope to see you all on BZ Power soon and to talk to you all again next month. But before we're done for good, here is Smeeg's latest musical piece. One, two, three. If you close the door, the night could last forever. Leave the sun shine out and say hello to never. All the people are dancing and they're having such fun. I wish it could happen to me. But if you close the door, I'd never have to see the day again. If you close the door, the night could last forever. Leave the wine glass out and drink a toast to never. Oh, someday I know someone will look into my eyes and say hello. You're my very special one. But if you close the door, I'd never have to see the day again. Dark party bars, shiny Cadillac cars, and the people on subways and trains. Looking gray in the rain as they stand disarray. Oh, but people look well in the dark. And if you close the door, this night could last forever. So leave the sun shine out and say hello to never. All the people are dancing and they're having such fun and I wish it could happen to me. But if you close the door, I'd never have to see the day again. I'd never have to see the day again once more I'd never have to see the day again Love you, Yanni. 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 Ah, Madison. Please don't cut this out. Yanni. 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 Oh, Yanni, you're so adorable. (laughs) Oh.